Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everybody. We're doing good, Russell. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. I praise God for that. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your powerful teaching last night. We thank you for the new perspectives that you gave us. We thank you, Lord, that you add to our understanding. So that when we have gained understanding of your word and we are able to implement it in our lives, apply it with that wisdom, but with understanding of the wisdom that you have poured us, then the truth is revealed to us and it is that truth that sets us free. And it is your kingdom, Father, that works only on the basis of the understanding that we gain. What we do not understand and cannot exercise our faith on will not work for us. But we thank you, Lord, that you give us your spirit and through your spirit you pour your revelation. We thank you that you bless us with your word. And when we dwell on it, you open up new realms for us. We thank you, Lord, that in all our circumstances, when we come to you every single day, you pour your peace, your joy, and your grace upon our lives. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. We share it with all those that are Christians that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. And we ask, Father, that their hearts be quickened in order for their eyes to be opened to see your truth, that truth which sets us free. So as we pray today, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator. The Elohim Adonai, the great I am, the Lord who teaches us to profit from his word. The one whose hands are not short to redeem us. He is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus. the rock on which we build our church, our faith, the author and finisher of our destiny. He is the Lion of Judah, the God of our salvation. He is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the one who is our strengthener and our standby, the one who is our advocate, our intercessor, our counselor, the father of all spirits, to whom every spirit is subject, they must obey him. He is the Lord who in the midst of his people is mighty. We thank you, Father, that you bless us with your son, with your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you bless us with your angels, with destiny help us. You have blessed us with family and friends who represent your love here in the earth realm for us. 
We thank you that you made us in your image and likeness. So when we look at all the good that is in us, when we reflect upon our own nature, we are able to relate to you because we are like you. But yet we have been open and susceptible to corruption through sin. And all that you have ever wanted is for us to come to the understanding of where we have fallen from the line that you have drawn through your word, through your law, the book of your law. So that having that recognition when our eyes are opened, we are able to see the truth rise to that position and sin can have no power over us anymore. We ask for that grace to be upon our lives, Lord, that you reveal to us all those areas of darkness. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, with the gift of your word, so that we are able to use that system of authorization to rise. We are able to use your word to understand where are the areas that we have fallen and we are not in alignment with what your perfect and holy will for us is. What are those areas that we need to renew our mind upon? We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that we need in order to triumph in that journey. We thank you that you are able to make every grace abound towards us so that we might lack nothing when the Lord is our shepherd. We thank you, Jesus. In today's reflection, I'd like to touch upon a step further from what we reflected on yesterday. Yesterday, we reflected on the nature of prayer being an earthly license for heavenly interference. That is, the nature of prayer being a legal system of authorizing God to act on our behalf. Since man has given, man has been given the authority in the earth realm. And for that, God created principles. He created laws, promises, and prophecies so that we can apply those in our lives. He has given us this book of the law, his word, and his kingdom runs by his laws. And the important thing to remember is he is unchangeable. He himself obeys and abides by those laws. He does not break them. That law, that word, he has raised and exalted above his own name as well. So he will not break them and he will not let those rules break. Now Satan was thrown down to the earth realm from the heavenly realm after his battle with Michael and the angels. And so along with Satan's fallen angels, he was thrown down. You can find that reference in Revelations chapter 12 from verse 7. And that firstly means that they, Satan and his fallen angels, come under the authority of the one who is given authority over the earth realm, that is man. And secondly, as we saw yesterday, they need a body to legally exist in the earth realm or to be able to do anything there or to exercise authority. Hence, there is a constant battle to overthrow men and to capture that prime real estate, the body, the physical body. But here is the important thing to remember. 
they must follow the rules too. Every spirit that must exist in the earth realm must follow the rules of the earth realm. So one thing is they can't exist without the body. So they are limited in being able to limited in being able to exercise any kind of authority. And second is they can't break those rules. They must follow them. They may use deception, they may use lies, etc. But they can't break the rules for the earth realm. Jesus gave us an example of how to use this when they engage us in spiritual warfare. In Matthew chapter 4, we see that after Jesus fasted in the wilderness for 40 days, Satan tried to tempt him three times. And the third time, as we see in Matthew 4 verses 8 and 9, it says, the devil took him up on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory, the splendor, their magnificence and their excellence. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. The question here is, where is such a mountain that overlooks all the kingdoms of the world? It is certainly not a physical mountain. Even Mount Everest does not afford that. So it was a spiritual location. And he said, I will give you all this. Did he really care about possessing the kingdoms of the earth? No, it was always about the authority on the earth. It was not about the kingdoms. Not about real estate. And when he said kingdoms, it means he had already tried this on others. And it had worked on them. So he was in control of them. He had authority over them. And he said, I will give you all this if you bow down and worship me. That is, if you submit your authority to me. And you come under my authority. And you accept me as the supreme authority in the earth realm. And Jesus fought him back by saying, it is written. Now, what was he really doing there by saying it is written? He was upholding those laws and reiterating them to say anything that happens here in the earth realm must be governed by the laws of the earth realm and cannot be outside of it. That is, by what is it must go by what is written in the law, knowing that Satan and every other wicked spirit to fallen angel must obey this written law as well. And when the law and authority come together, then the one carrying that authority and the understanding of the law can enforce it. Every illegal entity then must leave. They have no say. So here are three things for us to remember. Remember that you are authorized to say no every time that temptation comes. It cannot be forced upon you. No form of wickedness that the devil seeks to 
put on your life can be forced upon you. It will only take shape or it can only overpower you if you let it. You are authorized to say no. And when you know what is in the Bible, then you can claim it with authority, knowing that Jesus has won back all the authority on the cross. So it is very important to know what is written. If you do not know what is written, you cannot say it is written. Because you have to reference it. It is a legal battle. When you say spiritual warfare, it is more of that legal battle. Remember, he, he took Jesus high up on the temple as well. And said, throw yourselves down and the angels will hold you. He knew what is written as well. He was quoting Psalm 91. So unless you know, he will use his knowledge of the word to twist it. He will use deception and lies in it. And if you cannot tell that lie from the truth, you do not know what is written. You cannot enforce that authority. Third thing is in every spiritual attack, always remember who is the one with the legal authority in that battle. Now, when there are two parties fighting, one has that legal authority and the other doesn't. And the one that has that legal authority is you, man. You should remember who is the one with the legal authority and who is illegal and start your battle from there. So you can then say it is written and enforce that authority. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each gain this understanding so we are able to use it in times of temptation, we are able to use it in times of prayer, we are able to use it in times of all kinds of spiritual warfare. We are able to use it to fight any kind of demonic attack when we understand what is written. We ask for that edification in our spirit. We ask that you put your principles, your laws in our heart, Father. That your law is written there and we live by it. Through the grace that is made available to us and through your gift of wisdom, revelation and understanding that you put in our lives. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families, for all the requests that have been mentioned on the prayer group as well. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. We pray for all those that are hospitalized, that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all those Families especially that are embattled, that are battling separation or any kind of division, any kind of misunderstandings where the enemy seeks to steal from them. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. In a special way, we pray for all those that have lost their jobs, their source of income, where the enemy seeks to break their back through poverty. 
and that can simply be broken because they do not understand your laws of increase, your laws of abundance, Father. That you have made a provision for that abundance to enter their lives. They still linger under the curse of the law. We cover each of these, Father, that we raise in our personal prayer. By your precious blood, Jesus. The blood that redeems, the blood that has won us, our victory, our salvation. You became the curse of the law yourself. So that our curses were taken upon you. And through your stripes and your wounds, healing and restoration, physically, spiritually, financially as well as released. We plead that blood of Jesus over every member of every family that is part of this Brisbane prayer group. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Father. Your will for each of these lives. Where you have said in your word that your will is for them to prosper and not to come under harm. To give them an expected end. We call on an enforcement of that will on their lives. Through the activity of these angels. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. To protect us and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disaster. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those members of our family and our friend circles that have not yet been saved, that have not yet received that gift of salvation. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name and we know that everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame, but shall be delivered. We raise our own personal needs as well, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our faith and our prayer, and make that our prayer of agreement, that prayer must be an answered prayer. We thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. And we now make it in faith with each other, believing that we have received and knowing that in accordance with your word, when we believe we have received, what we believe shall be ours. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to unmute your mic, release your tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
The scripture being given today is 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 6. For though we live in the world, we are not carrying on a worldly war. For the weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every proud obstacle to the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when, you, when your obedience is complete. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Psalm 34, verse 17, which says, When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In your place of personal prayer, I would encourage each one to reflect again on yesterday's session, what we gained there today, what we have learned one step further from that, and then the, the two days prior to that, where we reflected on the, the armor of God. Look at all three in that sequence and see the connection between them and understand what you might then need to do in your own personal spiritual battle. Thank you, Jesus, for the revelation that you will pour into each of these hearts when they dwell on your word. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day. So that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless, God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. Thank you, Russell.